What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Dropping Knowledge Podcast. It's Talon Sai. I'm here with Mike, last line of defense, and Danny, Gun DMC. What up, dog? What's up? What's up? I'm going to pretend like we didn't just sit here and have a really good conversation for the past 15 minutes and then realize yeah, it wasn't recording. We went, it's, it's before uh, we went live. It, it was it, yeah. so yeah. good. Man, we had some good talks. I remember the one thing that we talked about, but... um. Damn. Okay, so to preface this, we are Between Two Vans. This is Between Two Vans Part 2 with Mike and Danny, and we're in Pike National Forest, somewhere up here. We're not too far away from a road, and it is the weekend right now, so if you hear some weekend warriors ripping by us on four-wheelers and dirt bikes, that is what that noise is, and I'm sure you'll hear that uh, throughout this podcast. And if you see me smacking myself in the face, it's a mosquito. Yeah. There's a lot of mosquitoes out it's not too bad right now. I don't. I don't think we're near water, are we? Is the creek around here? There's stuff. There's stuff everywhere. There's stuff. We're in the woods. All right. Well, let's have this whole conversation again, Danny. Uh, <laughs> what's up, man? What's up? What, what do you do? If I mean, everyone knows already because you're, know. you've been my friend for a while. But tell but, tell the people if they don't know. Well, one, it's great to be on the podcast in between Thanks. two vans. Between two vans. Between sure, two sure. vans. This is great. So um, you're visiting from the Pacific Northwest. Yep. And you're like, out, I want to go hang camp. out with you two. Um, no agenda other than hanging out with you two. But I worked in a road trip to Utah. Yeah. How was that? I mean, I, I got some clips from Instagram and stuff, but you went out there because Mike had some business to some do business out there. Out in Utah. Yeah. It yeah. was fun. So I... I randomly had to schedule going and picking up a bike from Fazari. They built me a custom bike. Fazari. It sounds Fazari, exotic. Yeah. Sounds exotic. Ferrari with a Z. <laughs> uh, are they American? <laughs> they they, they build the bikes yeah, in Salt they Lake? Uh, they assemble them. Like, there's no bike like frames that are actually yeah. made, but they assemble them all in they sound like Salt a, Lake. They sound like a high-end Italian company. Yeah. Based yeah. on the name. Yeah, but they're uh, they're an American company. But I went out there to get a new electric mountain bike. Full it's, suspension. Yeah, full suspension. It's and a it's sweet bike. Dope. Levo competitor. Yes, yes. Uh, and then I was like, Danny, I got to do this trip. I during when you want to come, and he was like, Sure. But it was just, a hard no for me because I'm going there soon. <laughs> yeah, and you were busy. You were busy too. Uh, yeah. So we went out, and then I know a lot of people out there. So I just kind of like randomly sent out hey i'm around what are you guys doing and then we landed on some fun stuff and rode a little zero motorcycle with uh we could talk about those dude yeah they were dope so sick and then just hung out with a couple friends and swung by cool and i don't know we we did a bunch of stuff but it was good yeah we filled the time it was fun the uh the ride was super comfortable we um took the tremor took Mm -hmm. the tremor that thing it just has a presence on the road and it's a smooth ride yeah, it's comfortable. the The road trip, yeah, it was it was good. And Mike, thanks for driving. Yeah, man. Yeah, Danny didn't drive one second. I, you know, it's, <laughs> really, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't even ask. It's well, a fun no. truck to drive. Mike offered because I, I do want. I did want to drive that truck, but like, I don't know. I get. Scared. I like being a passenger. You can see the surroundings more and yeah. shit. Yeah, I just get. Yeah. I get scared driving vehicles that aren't mine. Yeah. Or that I didn't like rent. You want to drive my van? Talon drove my truck before I did yeah. across the country. <laughs> yeah. How many miles? It was like like, like two thousand. Pre- yeah, yeah, maybe two thousand. Yeah, yeah. almost almost died in Kansas. Makes me nervous. Fuck that, that state, crazy, dude. Yeah. Fucking hate Kansas so much. <laughs> but if you're from Kansas, hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, just podcast. not your state. Yeah. 
so yeah it was it was good it was fun um got to meet some people um friends of mike's out there all awesome met some creative people as well um love connecting with creative people yeah, you dude. do what would you do photography back to the original yeah question. back yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah I do. act like people don't know you what do you yeah, do so you got a instagram account i got an instagram uh instagram account gun dmc and um Bloop. those are those are my initials and i try to be creative with the name it was available. I took it. Is that public knowledge? Has that been public knowledge? That the DMC are my actual initials? Yeah. No, it's not. Actually, you know what's funny is uh, Roger at QVO. That's such a cool He didn't reason. even know, right? And I think there was a conversation between him and Dez, and Dez is like, oh, those are his initials. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> How did she know? <laughs> no, like she DM'd me and was like, hey, I just wanted to confirm because Roger doesn't believe me. I'm like, yeah, those are my initials. Oh, maybe she just guessed or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. She might have just put it all together but yeah, um I, I don't think i knew your last name when i first met you so that's probably why it's korean yeah. it's a safe bet yeah 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 so yeah uh i i do photography for some gun brands some knife brands some apparel companies and it's 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 been like a five i would say we got some four wheelers going yeah um, bye razor shout out to polaris, polaris? <laughs> hold up yeah it's been like a it's been like a five-year journey to get to a point where i get to do this really on the side but but it, it's it's been more of a business for you i think over the past like two years like, like two three years but like yeah. here's the thing so hobby turned business hobby turned business but i always thought That's that the best way as to do it, it became mm-hmm. even a hobby um it was so expensive like just it was expensive it's an expensive hobby just for anybody like yeah. into the EDC world, like getting this that knife, that knife, this gun, modding this pistol. I mean, it's expensive. It's a lot of money. And this A7R3, that A7R3. And then the camera stuff too. <laughs> but then we all start by, we start by buying that stuff. Like I bought all the guns for my channel up until it started mm-hmm. growing. And then people were like, Hey, do you want to take this gun and check it out? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And you, and you've been getting I, that more. And, th- and that was the same, that was the same journey for me too. I spent, I spent a lot of money to get started, like on my camera yeah, here, on the, on the guns, on the products. And I, I realized like, this is not sustainable. Like I can't keep, I can't keep spending money like this. And so I quickly turned the hobby into like, a, like a business plan. Like I need to figure out a way where I can, I, I need to get, I need to get paid to do this. Yeah. And so I like, I had a plan and I purposely connected with people to make friendships and connections with, you know, very specific creatives that are doing it. Going to a shot show and Yeah, and, you know, carving out meetings. time for my day job to go out to these trade shows so that I can actually see people face-to-face, shake hands. And like, meet Talon Sai four meet years Talon. ago at <laughs> yeah, SHOT Show. Yeah, yeah it, you know, it's, uh, it's intentional. All of it was intentional. Good, yeah. A lot of people try to get into it thinking they're going to make money off it right away, Man. and that's just not the way to do it. It's a lot of work. Like, all three of us started kind of the same way just for fun just for fun i will start the podcast by talking about how we became friends so quick s- summary of that um you guys probably saw on video the first time i met danny it was like shot show four or five years ago yeah. I, the first time i met mike in person we were all kind of connected on instagram and then we just met at like the vertex booth at shot show whenever that was mm-hmm. i feel like i mean we only missed one year of shot but Wait, did we? Yeah, it's one year because of COVID, and yeah. I feel like it's been so long. Yeah, I mean that's part of, part of the reason why I planned this trip to come see you guys because it's just it's just been it's been too long. I mean, you came you came by my place. Yeah, dude, I crashed at your 
driveway for like a week. We, it was fun. And you fed me like I was Korean. Yeah, and dude. I can't eat like that. Nonstop. <laughs> just <Yo>. nonstop food. <laughs> but I mean, like from the first shot show, we were just like, we clicked and we meshed. And then that was like the shot show crew. And it has been. Yeah. Every, every shot show. Yeah. Because we're all like like minded and kind of same personality wise all have like the same aspirations and goals mm. or similar some people dude in the community though i mean it's any community but specifically that whole crowd some people i love almost toxic. everyone but dude <laughs> so toxic some some of those yeah. people i just i can't mesh with yeah. i try to though i don't know it's hard but i think in any field of whether it's a hobby or a profession or anything it's a it's a proven strategy that you seek out people that have certain skills or things that you're deficient in but the core of aligning on principles and aligning on yeah. goals and aspirations and like being with those like-minded people help push each other and advance and grow it's a lot of like surrounding yourself with people who are doing better than you which is like a yeah. common thing and or just I, positive I energy that. Just, yeah that too yeah. you know they don't have to be doing better than you but if they don't like cheer you on and they're not on your team, then it's like, well, what the fuck am I doing hanging out with this dude? Who, this like, is such a great podcast. Doesn't Alan. care. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you so much. And that's it. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> um, speaking of the whole creator thing, I, I told this story off recording and I'm going to tell it again real quick. <laughs> Round um, two. Round two. I, I might've mentioned this on video before, but I think it's important for people who are in the same realm as us like creative and it could it can relate to anything like any kind of sport but i relate it to youtube photography camera stuff there's beginner level intermediate level and a professional level i would like to say that we're all on like a professional level it's not danny's full-time thing but you could get there if you mm -hmm. wanted to i mean you got family so it might not be like the best decision to make because you got to have a little more yeah. solid foundation than fucking the instagram algorithm and shit like that <laughs> yeah, but it's gotta go beyond that so the beginners when getting into anything like i said sports or in this case photography videography um this was told to me by the owner of revel 8 greco shout out to greco and this was when my youtube channel was coming up and it was a quote from someone else and he said that beginners always focus on the gear whether it's sports equipment or in our case cameras so people who start go out, buy the best of the best camera and different lenses and lights and shit like that. And then they get super wrapped up in that, but they don't actually know how to use it. And then once you start using the stuff more, you become an intermediate user and you focus more on the technique and you learn how to get the right lighting and shoot in certain scenarios. You figure out all your camera settings and stuff like that. And then you're intermediate at that point. So you're going to be, ooh, fill me up too while you're doing that. <laughs> we're drinking buffalo trace not a sponsor so the intermediate people focus on the technique could be a sponsor though could be a sponsor hit us up and then the professional people like ourselves that is when you realize that it's not about the gear you have or the technique you use it's a combination of that the main thing is the content so for danny's case you want to have the best content that you enjoy making you can't just cater to an audience you got to do the stuff that you want to do. I can shoot a video or a podcast like this on a cell phone and still tell the story to get the point across to make something watchable and the actual content can be good without using crazy technique and without using crazy cameras. So 
you, you know what I think it is? Um, what? What is it? So when you're starting out, like, you don't know what you don't know. And, and it's... Yeah. It, it's, I'm not saying it like a bad thing either, because everyone goes through that. We all probably no, went yeah, through that. I, mean, I we went through that trap. We all don't know what we don't know, but yeah. Yeah, but, like, when, it, when you're first getting into, like, say, photography, you don't know what you don't know, but you have this... I don't know. I don't know what the relationship it is, but you feel like if you have the best products that are available to consumers, that that somehow will make you better. It can definitely make content better if the content's already there, but most of the time it's not, and you don't know how to use it. So yeah, would my videos look better on a red? Probably, but, but you I'm not make them probably. No, it would yeah. take so long processing all that data would be fucking ridiculous. Like, like, like I don't know if. I don't think either of you guys are into golf, but uh, I no no I'm into golf. I used to work at a golf course. Mike's a <laughs> oh, big really? Mike's a, yeah. I used to work at I one. used to work at a golf place. Yeah, like uh, I used to work at a golf range um, in college. I think I did more destruction at that golf course than I did any good there. <laughs> <laughs> I drove the ball picking up cart at a driving range. <laughs> did, did, did you really? I did that. No, I did that. I did that. You did that. I did that. And, it's and funny. people were trying to just Dude, slam you while you're out there every freaking time the you drive that thing any like as you approach where everyone's just launching balls from well that's what you do everybody tries to hit you you gotta have headphones on right it's probably so that would scare the shit out of me just getting like the first time you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah like just and you can't see it coming because like it's a it's a freaking white golf ball moving so fast super fast yeah yeah no but like I, I okay so i have a i have you know i know a lot of people that golf and this happens all the time like intermediate golfers get into the game and they're just like oh yeah just give me just give me the best clubs and then okay. they, they switch out their clubs every every year. They're just like, oh, I need the next best thing or the next best thing. And it's like, dude, the clubs aren't making your game any better. You gotta <laughs> learn the skills. Yeah, you could no, be golfing. You need a big Bertha, if you're gonna go big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of those crazy putters that are like with the long. Oh man, things it just—I mean, it's it just like in any field. But like, yeah, I—I feel I know that. Okay, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll say what it was for me. I. Wait, razor's yeah, going by. Razor's going by. You guys are messing up our podcast. <laughs> Shout Thanks. out to Polaris again. But uh, that was, this is, I'll, I'll speak for myself, but like, I bought, I bought like a pretty good camera thinking that that would somehow make me better. And yeah. it, I mean, like when you don't know how to use a camera, it doesn't matter what camera you pick up. It's just all going to be crap. I'll be the devil's advocate here though. Okay. We are all gear guys and we we're creating content. Yes. But. I think we all really enjoy the gear behind the content yeah. as well. That's yeah. A big piece like of I, I did some like camera videos early on because I was new on YouTube and I was like super into camera stuff. Mm -hmm. My progression was actually pretty like spot on for a YouTube creator. I started on a point and shoot, the Canon G7X. Yep. I upgraded to a T6i and then got into the DSLR crop sensor up to an 80D, which had some better features and better lenses. Canon for life. Canon for life. And then I went to... Uh, Shout out to Sony. 60 Sony Mark Alpha. II. No, fuck Sony. Fuck <laughs> Not a sponsor. Canon, you can be a sponsor. Fuck Sony. I, was, I actually started on Nikon, but sorry, continue. <laughs> well, Ni we, we don't talk about Nikon on this. And then, yeah, I uh, went to full frame after that, and now I'm shooting on an EOS R. Could I upgrade and get something better? Absolutely, but I have two cameras, uses the new mirrorless mounts and everything, so... This dude knows we're recording a podcast now, and I bet you he's flying past yes, here as fast like, as he can. Let's this guy up. I'm glad he doesn't have an exhaust on that thing. Here it comes. Get a, get a better guy. razor, man. Get a Turbo S or a General. 
Yeah, we need to influence him to upgrade <laughs> his gear. <laughs> All right. Um, Danny just made his drinks. Do you pour the liquor first or oh, <laughs> the yeah. soda first? So, <laughs> yeah, we talked about this before before the podcast. So I, I asked the question, when, when you're making a cocktail, yep. right, do you pour liquor first or the mixer first? And I think we all unanimously said that it's liquor first because liquor like you could dump a little bit of soda in like what about people that do like liquor soda liquor soda or like whatever else you're mixing in with it they're freaks yeah well okay aside from aside from bartenders i mean just like when you're like this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, campsite. you do it at the same time right well bartenders too they're putting liquor in first they're doing the counts and then they top it off with whatever the mixer is ice first I uh, I used not professionally bartend, but like I would have house parties with my brother. And you would bartend at your. I would bartend parties. at my house because because, um, they're at my house and they're drinking. I'm controlling how much these fools are drinking, and so like okay. I make them come to a, the kitchen. Mind you, this is a Korean speaking. Yeah. So they drink a lot. We drink if a you're lot. Wondering. Okay, yeah. I, I I was waiting for the follow up on that. I'm like, I don't know that. Yeah, just belligerent drunk. So yeah, I mean, at my house, like, I want to control how much liquor they can drink, whatever, however much beer that they want, they can serve themselves. But liquor, I, I I would serve it at my house. But um, a buddy of mine and I, when Groupon was a thing, we we uh, is it we, not a thing anymore? I don't know. Is it? I like I, I don't think it is. A thing, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was popular when they first launched, and we we signed up for a bartending class, and then after that, I started serving serving liquor like at my will <laughs> at my party when did you sign went. up because you wanted to chase a side hustle no i just i just wanted just to fun. i just yeah just it was just for fun in like understanding basic cocktails like if it's a one-to-one ratio you pour at the same time but that's yeah. more of like serving right like when you're serving and stuff but like yeah. I, i'll just say like but at home yeah you know when we're at home like 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 uh you know i went to your house a couple of days ago and we were we were making manhattans you and I both, when we drink at home, we will measure from the bottle to a shot glass and then pour the shot yeah, glass in. Yeah, for sure. So, like, Manhattan is, like, two shots of... We got Basil Hayden's in the van, actually, too. Yeah. Not a sponsor. Could be a sponsor. Yeah. And then three quarters of vermouth and then cherries. Get the dank cherries. Didn't have them, but... Yeah. yeah. I, I don't really drink, like, soda a whole lot unless we're doing stuff like this. Like, I don't want to... It makes a difference. What a Manhattan? The um, dank cherries. Oh, the dank cherries. It makes a huge difference. Like the cherries we had with lunch today. Those were those were good cherries. Not dank. Not super dank, but they were pretty good. Yeah. They're good cherries. Yeah, so uh Roger from QVO was just in town. So we were all hanging out, had up, some Raj? lunch. What up, dude? Shout out to Roger. Shout out to QVO. QVO Tactical. Um Yeah, we, we were also talking about um doing a trip to Rainier. So Danny flew in from the Pacific Northwest specifically to hang out with Mike and I. He got a little bit of time off. But I think we should take the vans up to Rainier and hang out up there. Cause like I've, Mount Rainier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or around the area. There, There's some crazy name national forest around there. It's like four words. I forget what the fuck it is. Gr- By- G- Gifford Pincott National Forest. Does that ring a bell? I think so. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, there's some cool names. Snoqual- Snoqualmie? Snoqualmie. Yep. Yeah. I like that word. Snoqualmie. I usually go to the Olympic Forest or the National Forest. Have you been to many national forests? Or, like, how often do you get out camping? Because you, you wanted to come camp with Mike and I because him and I do this a lot. But, like, do you get out yourself, too? I mean, it's tough. So, I, I have three kids. Three young kids. And so, like... The cutest fucking kids ever, too. Yeah, my dad. I, I don't like children, and your kids are fucking so cute. They're so well-behaved. <laughs> They're so well-behaved. Yeah. 
I'm, my wife and I are definitely lucky to have such no other kids are as cute as Asian babies. Yeah, that's cute. what it is, Asian babies. Yeah, but like camping with kids. So like growing up, my dad took us camping a lot. We like especially in the summer, we'd go like three, four times a year. You guys like tent camping, or yeah, do you have a camping. pop up or anything? No, tent camping. Yeah. It was just always tent camping, and um, yeah, I mean, I give props to my dad for you know bringing two kids out and just all the gear. Yeah, you know, dude. To take care of the kids and stuff, and so like now I'm there, and it's just so much crap. To bring literal crap too, yeah, <laughs> yeah, diapers, lots of crap, yeah. diapers, shit um, contained. So yeah, with the kids, I mean, <laughs> things. <laughs> we make a point to at least go once, once a year. So you you do you go out in your uh, Volkswagen? What do, what do you got? What do you drive? Yeah, so I I drive a Volkswagen all track. It's dope. It I, is dope. I love it, but I I just wish I wish more people liked it, and I wish it was a more popular vehicle that like had aftermarket support and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's all-wheel drive and lifted, wheels, tires, max yeah. tracks, like yeah, uh, roof basket. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's like an Outback or the Audi. Oh, what? Oh, what's the all Audi road? one? It's all road. Yeah, yeah it, it, or the it, Volvo one. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got it's, a similar yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. It's a similar aesthetic, and it's definitely. Uh, I mean, like no luxury features or anything like that, but I mean, it's it's a great car. No, I, it has brown leather. It is dope. Yeah, it's luxury. I, it's, it is pretty cool. I I only rode it once. I think when yeah. we were up there, but you actually drove it a couple miles. Oh yeah, we. What did we do? We picked we, some. Yeah, we I went. Wasn't we, there. we went to my uh my my family's burger joint, and I had you drive because I had to drive the minivan with my. Oh with my yeah, kids. yeah, that's yeah. right. I did drive it. Okay. Yeah. Like turbo power. It's got like lane, <laughs> lane detection and, and all that shit. Yeah, lane it's, keep, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, like Mike and I talked about this on our long drive from Utah. We were talking about cars. I mean, we talked about like EVs and all sorts of things. But like, mm-hmm. I was telling Mike about just like that B Dub's value because it was like it's like thirty thousand dollars, but it's mm-hmm. like lane keep. It has um, adaptive cruise control. Like if I'm cruising on the freeway, like I, I would have to touch my my steering wheel. Like it parks itself. Yeah, it has like auto park i've never used that and i'd kind of be afraid to because like i i grew up in a town where the streets were super narrow you had to parallel park like quite yeah. frequently even so though a pro not a pro but like I, pro. I whipped this thing into parking spots yeah. i tried to park in the parking lot at the place we had lunch today mm-hmm. it was so fucking tight like that parking <laughs> yeah, lot was yeah, way too small i like went back and forth a few times i'm like no nah, i'm gonna park at the supermarket across <laughs> yeah. the street i'm the like fuck yeah, yeah i was like fuck that dude yeah. So you go camping. You take the, camping. the all. I, no, trip. I don't because I can't fit all three kids minivan. into it. We take the minivan yep. camping. So would you bring the minivan up to a spot like this? It will make it for sure. Yeah, How do you feel about this fan when I was going up? Were you guys like, this dude? Well, or were you like, oh, he's got it? Well, no. we we can talk about that because I got different feelings about the ProMaster now. Oh. Like, like we. Oh, it. The okay. the one turn where I hit you on the radio, I'm like, you gonna go up where that gnarly turn is? Because when we came around that, I think you had the uh, the poop cruiser at the time. Mm-hmm. I was in the van. It was gnarly then because there was a ton of snow. It was like packed mm-hmm. ice and shit. And even the the Tacoma, we you brought the Tacoma up here. We've been up here a few times now. Yep. And I I set a static shot up. I think of you going around that turn and your suspension's like like creaking around. I was like, damn, dude, this is kind of like gnarly. And then the the road in here was so washboard. Like, I thought my it van was, was going to explode. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> bro, like, I have like 10 new rattles I got to track down. In there. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was gnarly for sure. Bro, this is probably the worst fucking road that I've driven the van on. I went out Rampart Road one time, like two years ago, and that was pretty bad, like yeah. washboard, because you can drive fast on it. It's graded typically pretty well. Yeah. And that the just. Washboard is from the rain, though. It's 
the it, rain comes and then it basically makes that's why it looks like waves, oh because the rain and then it oh, okay. goes deeper and deeper and deeper i so thought it was been, more from traffic too it's really from rain okay the main reason so we've had some heavy rain here and so that's why they haven't like graded that and it is is bad like even yeah. walking over it i'm like it's kind of like uncomfortable to walk over it's like you're <laughs> stepping in ditches every two fucking steps yeah it is gnarly but yeah the pro i, I mean i haven't taken the this is not that this is gnarly per se, like compared to what I usually do, but more probably the gnarliest gnarly. stuff I've taken the Pro Master on so far. Yeah, yeah. We, we were nervous. Like when you were attacking some of those hills and in, in turns, we're like, I don't know. Yeah, we went out about a mile or two past where we're found this camp spot at right now, and uh, there was a really like fast hill section, and we stopped. And I was I was talking to Danny. Danny was riding with me. I was like. He's going to need speed for this one. <laughs> and then Mike goes flying up. I can't see the trail just in front of us. Full, full send. Full send. But you there's. Got, you need the speed. You got to do it. Full spend. And there's big, like, runoff drainage things. And he's, like, hopping over. And then I'm following <laughs> him, like, oh, shit, I didn't see that there. And I'm, like, fine. And then we make it up. We ended up having to turn around. Mike went and scouted it and said it was a little too bad. But. Yeah. Um, I have a new appreciation for the Pro Master because last time we did a podcast um, with Will and Courtney, Future in the Rear View, they had their Pro Master, which is, did you lift this at all? It's not lifted. Okay. No, it has like zero ground clearance. Yeah, it has zero ground clearance because of all the RV stuff under. So they have a little bit more ground clearance. It's a little bit lifted. Um, but I watched Will drive up. We, we went up to these like mountain lakes and the road up was super steep, like loose rock. And... What I've come to determine now is that if you have good enough tires, which you got, are these BF Goodrich all-terrains? Yep, the KO2s. So you got the KO2s, I got KO2s. If you have decent tires, ground clearance helps in certain situations, but if you know how to drive off-road, that is a lot of it. Yeah. I see so many people talking shit on the ProMaster, like, oh, it's fucking terrible, you can't go anywhere. And that's like true to an extent, but I think a lot of people who don't even know how to drive off-road just pick up that philosophy. They don't drive off-road because they don't know how to, and then they think that their van sucks. But, like, where you took the van today, half the time, like, Danny and I were laughing. We're just like, oh, Mike's fucking sending it, dude. <laughs> we, 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 would we would jokingly send, like, just, just tell like, – we would encourage him, like, send it. Yeah, so I was on the radio. I'm like, fucking send it, dude. I was kind of surprised because, like, when it comes to off-roading, like, I have pretty big balls, but – when I was going up that, and you guys said send it, I was like, "These douchebags!" <laughs> like I, I was gonna send it anyway, but I was expecting you like, guys uh, to say, no, "I don't know Mike, if you could," know, man. and then I would have the gratification. Oh, of um, like, oh, he did oh, it. Well, let's see. <laughs> I'll show you. But now you were just like, "Send it, bro." No, I mean, that's all it is. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we jokingly said it on the radio, but then as when the radio was off, we're like, "Oh shit!" I think I was just sending. I was I was telling you to send it because like I knew you were gonna do it anyway, <laughs> and I know you, so I was like, "Fucking send it, dude!" Like you might break something, and if you do, fuck it. Like I got my van here, we'll get it unstuck. But it fucking made it all the way up. I don't know how you turned around up there. I backed down that entire hill. Speed, <laughs> speed, <laughs> just <laughs> real <laughs> fast. <laughs> <laughs> So I looked at because I, I turned around and trees. I don't like so no doubt four wheel driver all wheel drive yeah you almost <laughs> no doubt four wheel driver all wheel drive is better like there's no arguing that but where you were like I think I could turn around now nah, I'm just gonna back down I didn't really feel like backing down honestly so I like saw that and I was like all right front wheel drive 
if I get stuck here, I'm stuck. Backwards. Like, I'm stuck bad. Yeah. Like, forwards is a tree. And if I can't go backwards up this hill, so I just, like, what? Just, like, got as far <laughs> up the hill as I could. And then Smashing I, I, shit was, on like, the I was up enough to where I was, like, okay, now I can. It was just, like, a one-point turn. Yeah. And that's all the stuff that you guys don't see on our videos. Like, you'll see some of it here and there. But, like, it's such a – it's just – especially when we're all together, it's so fun to just, like, do stuff. And I don't feel like pulling out my camera to film half uh, of this Yeah, stuff. we'll go set up a tripod so I can – like yolo it up this hill yeah Uh, i mean it would be cool people would like it by myself i'll do that like when i have no time restraints and no like nothing else going on but yeah on a a day like today like this is all just for fun i'm gonna make a video of this it'll come out like this wednesday and you guys can check it out on my channel mike will come out at some point (laughs) no no problem mike's lazy so out from today okay yeah that'll be good um but yeah, it was good. I mean, I was, I was I was a little impressed. There was a couple of those hills where I was like, I you, so you scope once you have a little bit of experience, you kind of see the hill and you're like, if I can't actually make it, like, am I in real danger? Yeah, and like those you're not, ones, like no, I would lose momentum, I'll lose traction, then I could control, come get back, back down. down. So I don't just like full send like stupidly. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's where some people probably get in trouble. But at the same time. Most people in a pro master would not have attempted most of the stuff. No, like we even, I mean, even maybe that first turn that we were talking about that like was is gnarly in the snow. It's not too bad right now. Like, yeah, dude, even coming in that washboard is so bad. Like, yeah. Typically, I was telling Danny. Typically, on a road like that, if I'm gonna be off road for like half a day or something all air down yeah and it would have made it a little bit better but it was so bad that it i don't think it would have done much yeah. 40s would have made it better but that's about it <laughs> yeah bring the tremor up you could have just yeah. done a hundred over it just but. ate all of it just eat it all up yeah usually i'll just fly down it and in that like entry road where it's just a long straightaway usually i fly i'm just doing like 60 on that road to smooth it out because it does you're just like, like yeah a Baja truck it's just like, just like bounces but your 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 body is floating but this it's so heavy and just front wheel drive. And there's so I much started stuff to send in it. it and it kind of started drifting because it's crowned that road. Yeah. And it started kind of, and I was like, all right. It, it did that. It did that down. for us too. Like yeah. I was driving one handed, just kind of like talking and it started drifting. And then I was like real quick, just grabbed the wheel with both hands. I was like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you're in no danger there. Cause you're just going into the ditch and whatever. But yeah, a little danger. I think so. <laughs> I don't think it would be enough to like roll the van. Maybe not. I saw a video of someone like, testing out four-wheel drive sprinters and like seeing their tipping point mm. and it makes me feel way better about the stuff that i've done because i've done some stuff in like death valley which was like super off camber like you have yeah. no choice and it's lean in and i'm like all right most of my weight's down low like i got full tank of water and yeah, gas and whatever and... batteries yeah and then i'm like ooh, that, that was close like i don't want to do that again and then i saw this video and these fucking things can go like way far over I yeah. think it's because you're sitting so high up you feel like, that, like, you yeah. feel like you're tipping way over your center of gravity, but... I still get scared, like, in my trucks that are just, like, wide and kind of... I like to keep them as low as possible. Yeah. Like, I'm very confident in off-camber stuff, but in this or in that, I, I don't know. I, I don't have feeling. enough faith in it yet, I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, the more you do, like, there wasn't anything really off-camber on the way in here, but... yeah. 
you'll, you'll learn the limits of it. Yeah, there was a little when I did that little weird turnaround. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like one tire like, goes a up like, a bank and you're like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> or driving up the bank on, onto your property where we camped in that the other was video. like probably the sketchiest <laughs> that I've done on the ProMaster. Like fucking six back and forwards, like what? <laughs> Just <laughs> full again, stand up the I bank. I was like, with enough speed, we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. And then I left before you did and then you got stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. I mean, from here to get out back to a main road is fine, though. If we, if we would have camped, like, if we would have found a place to camp up there. Oh, I would have come out with you. I would have been a little worried, yeah. yeah. Like, Yeah, from here it's fine, but. Most of that downhill would have been fine, but, like, some of those big humps, you could have, you didn't bottom out, but you could have gotten I pretty close. quite a bit. But yeah. yeah, no, that one, that one part where you backed up to see if that gate was private. Yeah. That, I didn't know if it could make it up that. Yeah. So I, that was I like gotta, the, one, the one section. There's, there's a clip of Mike here. I'll, I'll put it on the screen right here. This is him coming back down that hill. And it doesn't look like super gnarly. Actually, the memory card's over there. You should grab it and throw it on your iPad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll grab it. It's not, doesn't it look looks, super gnarly, but. It never looks gnarly on camera. Like yeah. it just for what it just doesn't capture it. But also, like I don't, I come from a little bit different background. It's it wasn't gnarly, but in a ten thousand pound front wheel drive, tiny tire van, it's yeah. a little more gnarly. Yeah, I I think I don't I don't think people fully understand that too. Like when I say something's gnarly that I'm doing in the van, yeah, some stuff that I've got into is actually gnarly for like real four wheel drive vehicles. Mm-hmm. But if I say like the washboard coming in like gnarly is just an adjective that's been in my vocabulary forever it's relative though yeah it's relative to like what you're doing so like would it be gnarly in the turbo s no it'd be a joy yeah, yeah you would just be doing a hundred yeah in the van though like it's gnarly because the whole van like is rattling like crazy. I, I got so much i haven't cleaned out my van in a while so everything in here is just like and i'm like is that fucking glass back there like what is that noise dude it's so goddamn loud but oh, man. yeah, it's all relative. But yeah, that that road that we almost or that we did go up, gnarly for the vans. Yeah, yeah. for the ProMaster for sure. Yeah, like you know, kind of, kind of bringing it back. Like I go camping with my family once a year, and it's in the minivan, and we we go to like the campgrounds you reserve. Yep. So you don't got to deal with any trail. You just it's all asphalt. You just pull into your camp spot, and we tent camp. Um, but yeah, I I I wanted to camp with you guys out here because um, I would be getting out a bit further than I normally would with my kids. True. Yeah. And um, You're living a, a real-life LLOD video. Yeah. How's it feel? Does it live up to the height? This is a Weekender Lander. This, this is a Weekender, is weekender Lander. Lander. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I mean, I, I just I just want to hype it up even more and just make all the, all the viewers just super jealous. <laughs> hanging out with mike in his van. i'm sleeping in mike's van yeah i mean and the other thing is too because like you know like i just don't i don't have a need for a van like either of these two um and one it just wouldn't fit my family of five in the way i would i would just get an rv like i would just get a straight up rv or an rv yeah. trailer this is like a lot of people th- like assume that it's kind of mainstream now, which it is to an extent, but it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And I wanted to just, I wanted a firsthand experience, like, you know, van camping. Cause it's, it's way, I mean, it's absolutely way more comfortable than 
tent camping. Yeah, like but it, but setup. it's still an adventure. Like a lot of people, yeah. like I'm sure a lot of your viewers, Mike, were like, "Oh, you got a fucking van? Like, oh, you got a toilet and a shower? Oh, I miss when you camped in a rooftop tent." And people yeah. were like, kind of pissy about it. Yeah, and but, I just said, "I do what I want." I do what I want <laughs> yeah. all the time. But it's like a different adventure. It's just like yeah. depending on the van and the vehicle that you're in, any any fucking vehicle. Dude, we could be doing this in like Honda Civics with rooftop tents and yeah. we would have a fucking blast, yeah. dude. You take them as far as you could possibly go and then when you can't go any further, find a spot to park for the night and that's it. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I always say. It kind of comes full circle back to gear. Like, I need the gear to do the stuff. You don't really need the gear to do the stuff. And what I say on my channel all the time is just like, take whatever you have. Yeah. Like, if I can take a 10,000-pound two-wheel drive <laughs> giant van and, like, have some fun with it, you could take your Ford Taurus or Honda Civic or whatever. Right. And you, obviously, you're not going to wheel hardcore, but you could get out there a little bit and have some fun yeah that's it goes the same thing from like motorcycles i've been on a big motorcycle kick now that i have a house and a garage i can keep everything in one spot and i can ride them whenever i want like i haven't been since i got my grom the other week i haven't been driving at all this is the first time i drove the van in like fucking two weeks now mm. but a grom or the ruckus a lot of people were like why the fuck would you buy that it only does 40 miles an hour and this and that i'm like yeah but it's its own adventure. It's two wheels, super slow, so you got to pick your routes carefully. Like, you can do certain things that other motorcycles can't. I can, I fucking rode it downtown to meet up uh, for dinner with my cousin the other night. Could have parked it on the sidewalk, and I was like, "Can I just park this right here?" He's like, "Yeah," because legally you can in Colorado. And then he's like, "The the valet dude walked outside. He's like, yo, is that a ruckus?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, cool "Oh, looking. so sick." Yeah. He's like do you want to valet it? <laughs> He's like, I won't charge you. I'm like, yeah. So they have a gated garage. And I'm like, like I just valet. want to ride yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking brand new. It had like, I don't know, a hundred miles on it. I gave him the key. I'm like, yeah, dude, here you go. Like take it around the city. I don't give a fuck. Just don't crash it. And like, don't fuck it up. He's like, no, no, I'll just take it down to the garage. I'm like, dude, honestly, if you take it, don't care. Like I'll be back in an hour or something. And he took it down to the garage. I'm sure he did some laps around the fucking parking garage. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's all about like just using what you have to fucking have fun and yeah. I, I don't discriminate, dude. And it's all about not caring what other people do with their own money. I don't get that. When someone's like, Why would you spend money on Because it's my money? Yeah. yeah I'll do whatever I want. With <laughs> Why it. not? Like Yeah. Ugh. Like well, what you and I talked about on the, the podcast that we did, like a lot of people are like, Oh, you don't stick to your roots anymore, you're not a normal guy anymore. I'm like yeah, you're right, but you saw me when I was a normal guy. I'm still a pretty normal guy, but you saw all the fucking work I put in over the past five years to open up all of these opportunities that have now presented themselves to me, Yeah, and I can do cool things with friends, and I can get a new motorcycle to show on the channel, and like I can, I can do all of these things because of the work that I put in. So it may be like inspirational seeing a normal super normal dude like just starting out a channel doing stuff with what he has but it should be more inspirational to see someone who's consistent with that shit like you taking photos yeah. to now almost turning it into a fucking business where yeah. you can like do whatever you want and work with I bigger brands and shit about like who cares how other people spend their money who cares what other people are doing like i like it, it would be like dude i didn't start this youtube channel for you 
like whatever you think I need to be. Like I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, right. So it's like to a certain degree, I mean, the internet can be very toxic and, you know, I'm sure you guys deal with it a lot, like the comment sections and this, that, like, you know, and, and I get very little traffic in my comment section. Like that's negative. Um, but, but like when it does come in, like it really, like it, it messes with you because like you read into it too much and you are a person. Right. And, you know, and so, but like, I don't know, I hear all the, all the, all the big influencers talking about like, dude, just stay out of that comment, but like, just stay out of it. Don't, don't look in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I look in there. I reply yeah. to some, I mean, dude, I read all my comments, but yeah. like, I don't reply to a lot. And especially on YouTube, I'll just straight up block someone. If I post a 20 minute camping video and someone's like, you didn't fucking wash that chicken when you cooked it. <laughs> I'm like, fucking what, dude? You wash your chicken? <laughs> Apparently, people wash chicken. Yeah, oh, you get some I'm like, what the fuck you mean, dude? Like, nah, bro. I fu- I'll eat dirt off the ground right now. Like, I'm going to throw that chicken right on the goddamn pan. I'm going to cook it. And I'm going to eat it. Yeah, you kill all the germs when you cook <laughs> yeah. it. And, like, if, if they do it jokingly to an extent, it's fine. But if some people just watch a full-length video that I, like, did a lot of cool stuff in, and I'm, like, proud of the video, and they're like what a fucking idiot. You can wash your chicken. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even reply. I'm just like, yeah, fuck you blocked. Like, I don't care. I get sucked into the comments. I'm like, well, if you said this to me in real life, I would wreck you. So <laughs> I'm just... going to wreck you right here in the comments as well. <laughs> That's the thing. Most people, n- you more so more than me, but no, no one would, I would, I shouldn't say no one. Not many people would talk shit to you in person. Yeah, probably not. Cause you're a pretty big dude. I mean, not that big, but like it's You're, just that doesn't happen in real life. Yeah, yeah. I'm an I'm I'm enough of a threat to most people that you get hit. And <laughs> uh, yeah, and like if you if you know me too, like I I've had I think like one negative thing said to me in passing. I think it was at Shot Show or something. Oh, in real life. In real life, yeah. I forget what it was. It was like it was like a backhand compliment type of thing. Mm. dude I, I forget what the fuck he said but it was like real fast like i just walked past him and like, he's like oh got some craft beer froth on your <laughs> no 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 <laughs> that that i would have stopped and been like, like the man. fuck you say dude <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but i like the dude said something like oh this oh fucking sunday gunday yeah you you, you know the stuff you do is like yeah I, I don't agree with everything and i was just like why would you say that it, it, it wasn't that like verbatim but it was something along the lines of like I'm not really going to take offense to it, but why, like, why even say that? Loser's going to lose her. Yeah, and that's kind of what it was, and I was just like, oh, yeah, thanks, man, and just kept walking. Like, you know who I am, and you know what I do, but... Like, I don't think there would be a time ever in my life where I would, like, be verbally a hater to anyone. Like, if there's someone I'm just, like, total douchebag, loser, like, doesn't know what he's talking about... And he walked by. I'll just be like, "Hey, like, why would I waste my time?" Yeah, Dude, I, like, you have no reason to yeah. verbally start stuff. Like, no, what? What's what the is point wrong with people? There's literally no point. I don't but get it. the anonymity of the internet fucking amplifies that. Yeah, like YouTube is tenfold. the most toxic. Oh, it's so other bad. than like playing like League of Le- League of Legends or something like that. That that's the toxic place. You play League of Legends? <laughs> like ten years ago, I did. <laughs> They used to play Counter Strike. Oh, dude! Oh, yeah, CS. Yeah. So my home office, I think I'm gonna like I told you guys, I'm gonna turn into like a streaming kind of setup. Yeah. And you stream? You can, like gaming streaming? Well, I just got a new PC. 
Did you? Yeah, I got a 3080 in it. And Dope. Yeah. So you could stream too. Yeah, I'm going to try some new games like X Defiance coming out. And I haven't heard of that one. Battlefield 2049. I'm a huge nerd. I, yeah. I don't game a whole lot, but like, I like, like, in the past, like, two years or so, I've played a lot of Switch because of traveling. So, mm-hmm. like, all Nintendo games fucking crush people at. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm confident in my Nintendo skills. Like, fucking Mario Kart, dude, get dunked yeah. on. I'll fucking smoke your ass. I don't have a whole lot of skills because I'm old and I barely ever play, but <laughs> You're it's not still old. fun. It's fun. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I want to I set up a streaming setup in my home office, but, dude, the house just costs so much money. I'm like... Mm. Dude, house is dope though. House is yeah, yeah. I just saw it. Thanks. You did a good yeah, job. Nice. You did a good job furnishing well, it and everything. You'll, you'll come back and see it uh, tomorrow, I guess, right? Yeah, I'll S- be down tomorrow. Speaking of which, you feeling strong? Usually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to move two gun safes? I can help. <laughs> <laughs> Not you alone, but yeah, yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta do that tomorrow. Fuck, I gotta leave here so early. Do you have like an appliance dolly or like the yeah. straps? Or? We we got well, we have a, a big um I can't even think of the name. Not a fucking dolly, but like a hand truck type of deal. Okay, yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. But um yeah, uh since you saw the house and since you were there too, just like the other day, I got full prints of photos that I've taken. Nice. Which have you ever printed have you ever printed your photos? That's a question for Danny. Um, no. I want to. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, isn't it one of those things where, like, you see people, like, like Pete did the bucket shot video. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, you got that thing printed out, and it just looks so good. It looks so different. Like, everything looks so different when it's actually printed in, yeah. like, mm-hmm. what, whatever medium that you do it on. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's got, I just watched his, like, tour. It was the older video, but, like, his studio tour, kind of. Yeah. He had all those prints, like, the six of them right there. Yeah. I still want to see if Pete hates my Tacoma. I know he hates Tacomas, yeah. but like, uh, would he hate my Tacoma as well? You think it, so? It's a Tacoma, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll text him a picture yeah, of it. He'll probably be like, "Fucking not a Ford," and then <laughs> follow up with the, the tremor and be well. like, "What about Ford as what well. about this Th- one?" That's true. <laughs> I I wonder if he's seen your. Tra- I'll I'll fucking text him then. And, well, yeah, there's no reception funny. here, but but I I okay. So I I did a I did Prince. a um a family shoot for a friend. Okay, and so like I, I did a I did a family portrait shoot for a friend, and he invited me and my wife over for dinner. And they had printed it out, like canvas printed out, and they had them like all around their living. Did you space. give them like the raw file and everything? No, I just gave them high res, high res JPEGs. JPEGs. Okay. But like, I mean, high res JPEG. You, I mean, it was printed on canvas, so it wasn't like um, it wasn't like it's not super, super sharp detail. or anything. It's not super. It's gonna lose its detail anyways because it's on canvas. But it's wall yeah. art, so. But it's wall yeah. art, and up to like a thirty inch, like no. Yeah, no and problem. it was like the first time I've seen my work printed. And were you like, whoa? I was like, dude, that looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't printed anything in probably a decade. Like when I first got into photography, I was like super nerded out. Actually, it's what it's how I learned most things in life. I saw an HDR photo. Uh, and I forget the dude, but he was like one of the pioneers of HDR, like actually taking three exposures and combining and, yeah, them. Yeah, putting them in post. Like some, there was like some crazy software you had to use. But I saw that and I was like, how? And I didn't even have a DSLR. 
So I like started researching. I was like, you need three exposures. How, what, what's an exposure? Yeah. What does that <laughs> even mean? <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it. And I bought a D40. That's you becoming it. an intermediate. That's you learning the technique and like, okay, well I got to do this. Yeah. And then I was taking all these HDR photos, like, st- you know, I would look back at them now and be like, what was that? <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> but I, I, I hate looking Saturation, at Saturation, yeah, 100. Yeah, the HDR you go crazy with, right? Yeah. But anyway, I printed some of those and I was just like, I'm a photographer. <laughs> I'm a I'm photographer so now. Good. This is my new business. <laughs> yeah, but what I was saying was I, I printed some photos from my travels. Like I did a I did the photo from the Grand Tetons. I was yeah. leaving my campsite in the morning and there was a huge fucking herd of elk because there's an elk uh like preservation area yeah. right there. So there dude, there was like 500 head that had come down from where I was camping in the morning. Super dope shot, snowy Grand Tetons, grass fields, and the elk. And just a gang of elk. Gang of elk. I did the the monolith yeah. just because I like aliens and shit, which when Mike gets back from pissing, we're going to talk about. Um, I did, I took this super smoky shot of Half Dome in Yosemite. Yeah. I hiked up to Centennial Dome, which is like just west of it and i couldn't do anything with the photo because it was so smoky you couldn't see up the whole valley yeah so i made it black and white and it looks so fucking dope like favorite photo that i've taken yeah you know like i've like in the last year like seeing your instagram feed and some of the photos you've been posting in like the last year year and a half like it's it's different it's different in a good way because I, yeah, cause I no like, like it more. whatever you're doing earlier, but yeah, your photos in the last year. I, yeah. Be- before, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> before I was just like snapping cell phone photos and stuff. But since I've been traveling, I'm like, there's a lot of photos of places in the country that I wanted to take and I've took them and now I'm like, oh, they're dope. Yeah. So what I was getting at was I printed them on canvas, which again, not as sharp and like they're they're big photos and i hung them in areas of the house where like you kind of have to stand back anyway to see them like one of them is over my stairs that go downstairs so you have to stand at least like five feet back even further than that it's of the dixie national forest Mm -hmm. in utah and it's so dope it's like five panels that are split it's like a really cool shot I i got one of the whole yosemite valley from the one like creek point that everyone takes photos at just super fucking clean and you have to stand on the other side of the dining room table to see it so they all look like super sharp they look really good and they print them fast too so yeah nice. the whole house is decorated now when you guys come I think back. there's something to be said about like you know seeing work you're proud of yeah it's just better in like a tangible thing yeah cause like you you take photos you post them and then people like and comment and whatever and they just kind of disappear into history yeah I, i've gotten a few people who are like the the shot of half dome which is like my favorite shot some people on my discord shout out to the patreon and discord supporters love you guys this podcast is for you uh some people on the patreon were like yo let me get that as a as a phone wallpaper i'm like bet fucking sent it yeah. and sent the high res and everything i think some people are still using it actually but yeah, it's cool having something like tangible in your hands that you can look at, like especially once it's up on the wall and you take a step back, you're like, "Yo, my house looks like a fucking art gallery now. This yeah. is cool." <laughs> it's just like canvas I photos all over the place. I need to do that. I need to, I need to print some stuff. Just p- 
picture of a Glock <laughs> hanging on your wall. Yeah, yeah. The Gucci Glock, like, mm, my passion, Gucci uh, Glock. Yeah, Gucci Glock. <laughs> mm, looks so good. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah. I, I was telling Danny when you were taking a piss, I one of the photos I printed is of the monolith that was in Utah. Oh, yeah. And earlier you showed me something about aliens. So this is a common reoccurring thing. We talk about aliens. aliens. What was the article that you showed me? Yeah, so it was actually one of those um, declassified FBI documents. It was like a memo. And it, was it was the thing about... that Trump was like, you have to tell us about UFOs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Tom DeLong, Like, you should ask Peter, Pete about like Tom, really, because yeah. he's apparently in deep. I don't know how Pete is about aliens and stuff, but Tom is like the mecca of... Tom Hardcore, yeah. I thought like a couple years ago, he was like, I got contacted by some alien association and I'm going to kind of be the ambassador, like the liaison to like... To talk to the aliens? No, like to talk to the public, (laughs) like releasing like classified information about the aliens to the public, basically. I'll have to look it up. Um, But yeah, one of the craziest ones is this uh, declassified FBI thing where they're like legit, like total stereotypical alien they're like we discovered three flying saucers 50 feet wide with a eight foot tall dome in the central each of the three flying saucers had three three foot tall humanoids with metallic suits with underneath the suits were wrapped in bandages akin to like a fighter pilot you know g4 suit or whatever wait this was released by the u.s government yeah it's like on fbi.gov what? or whatever yeah like you go where, and you can where, download this where memo. did they find it did they say where uh i think new mexico okay yeah that would make sense yeah but they found three flying saucers with three humanoid three tall martians <laughs> inside each one in the little space suits yeah and like, then at the end, how do we like, how do we know that's legit though? I don't know. It's on FBI.gov. Yeah, dude. It's I mean, if legit. it's on like FBI.gov, like yeah, but I mean, it was like a memo. It wasn't like a this is a detailed breakdown of this study or whatever. Like, but but still a memo. Like that's yeah. gotta be. It's gotta have some validity to that's it. Something. But then like at the bottom, people are like, what happened to this? And all it said was like, FBI did not investigate further. Fuck. It's like, what do you mean? You? I said Roswell. That's lying. Yeah. That's lying. You didn't investigate further. Fuck out of here. No, they did. It's just they didn't. It's, they said they did. Said they didn't. They said yeah. They did. yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's stupid. Aliens, man. The, so I went to Roswell. I stayed there for like three or four days or something like that. Have you been? Never. It's a weird town. Like yeah. they really lean into the alien thing. Yeah, obviously, yeah. They have like a an alien art museum, which I went to, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's just like some artist made this like glow in the dark like like a haunted house type of thing, mm-hmm. but you walk through and it's like a spaceship and outer space and whatever. Um, and then they had a three, uh, not a 3d fucking like VR okay. spaceship alien encounter thing. Mm. So basically it like gave you all of the history of the Roswell crash and I'm going to fuck up the year. It was like 47 or like early nineties or mm. early 1900s, whenever mm-hmm. the fuck that happened. But after looking at the photos, like the actual photos that were released from that, the I I want it to be fucking aliens for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, there's the there's the crazy newer stuff now with like the Navy or Air Force fighter pilots and all of their footage and their 
testimonials yeah. basically about yeah. like oh yeah tiktok shaped object you know g-forces that nothing could survive yeah right down into the water stopping and yeah yeah and these are like not crazy people that are giving these testimonies these are but like actual the the roswell thing was definitely not aliens unfortunately but the whole town leans into it hard like aliens painted on shop windows they sell yeah. like blow up alien dolls and totem poles and is shit. Is it all skinny big eyed aliens or is it like Yeah, mostly like predator and aliens. Nah, mostly like green, big fucking black eyes, what like would stuff you, like that. What would you rather encounter? Like big eyed skin like right over there. They're like rolling up on us. Okay. Big eyed skinny alien dude or like crazy alien like alien from avp alien yeah, yeah. or like not predator. That. <laughs> yeah i'd rather get the skinny big-eyed alien than <laughs> yeah. a i think so but like like the the crazy aliens like avp aliens like yeah if i had like my 300 blackout stand a chance well but the big-eyed aliens no they're they got like mind control stuff like they're they're on a different level. Knowing like if I just right now in this clearing right here saw AVP alien like alien alien with a big fucking dome head, yeah, fucking pulling out TS forty three X, I'm blasting that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to kill an alien though. Yeah, but that alien's not coming in peace. But the other alien, like that alien, we, you're either gonna die a quick death or kill it. Yeah, but the big eyed alien, you don't know what's gonna happen. The big eye, like stereotypical short humanoid. I would like to think they're like gray. Like I got, I got aliens tattooed on my arm now. Mm-hmm. Like if the grays, they if they yeah. look like that, like cool. The gray. I'm not gonna shoot them. Or the yeah, just like how into the aliens are you? So everyone thinks I'm like super into them because I talk about it all the time. It's just mm-hmm. fucking interesting to talk about. Yeah. But um, I got th- this whole tattoo was just like an artwork thing. Someone asked the other day, they're like, why do you have so many tattoos? Because I fucking like artwork. Like, I just appreciate music and art and painting and all that stuff. I do stuff. what I want. And yeah, I do what I, I want. Do. I like tattoos. Um, I hate myself internally, and pain feels great. <laughs> great answer. <laughs> great answer. No, but, um, yeah, so I, I got this tattoo just because I, I always wanted to get, like, a scene like this. It's like a full scene from, like, the top of my shoulder, like, collarbone, all the way down my wrist, and... It's the next graphic on my ski board. Oh, nice. So this whole arm is my previous two-year ski board, Mm -hmm. and the 2021 probably to 2023 ski board is going to be like alien graphics. Mm -hmm. They're out now. You can pick them up on skiboardsonline.com and use code TALENTSI. To save X percent or free shipping. Five five percent, yeah. Yeah. I don't get any of that, but that's okay. You should ski board. But yeah, I'm not like- Let's do it this year. I yeah. dude, I got stacks of ski boards. Yeah, I we know can we go. I like dropped the ball last year, but yeah. This year. Well, I have a epic pass, so we can do that. Yes. Um, so I'm not like super hardcore into them. I'm not like fucking ancient aliens guy with a blown out hair, but aliens. <laughs> so back to the story. Like in theory, if a little gray, big eyed dude like lands here, could he fuck us up? Probably. Probably. Mind control, whatever the fuck got it that is. Big brain. But I'm not gonna shoot him on sight like mm-hmm. I would a big fucking eight foot tall like black teeth fucking yeah. mouth thing yeah go to violence with that one yeah, yeah I, i'd, I'd big, give the little the ones. little gray one a chance i don't know yeah shout out to all the grays grays we we're we're on your side grays <laughs> is that racist <laughs> i don't think it is <laughs> i don't know no, it, it can't be, it's a different species it's like i'm a, giving it's them a like shout different. out like hey shout out to all the grays yeah what up turn yeah. up 
I'll pour I'll pour some fucking Buffalo Trace for you. Yeah. I bet they never had Buffalo Trace. Probably they have. What do you think they drink? What do you think aliens drink? I think they've evolved past that, man. I don't even think they eat. No, no consumption of... They got to have some kind of nourishment now. It's maybe photosynthesis or something crazy. <laughs> or or they just like, plug into a, like, a little IV Matrix at night shit. sleep. I mean, AVP aliens probably... Well, they just eat fucking humans and yeah, whatever they, they come in contact flesh. with. Yeah, yeah, carnivorous for sure. What's what's your ideal alien, Danny? I don't know, man. I mean, it could be like it's so easy to think of a humanoid. On today's episode of what kind of alien would you? <laughs> <think>? <laughs> yeah. It's super easy to think like humanoid alien cuz we're humans, but it could be like fucking the Pokémon uh what is it? Muck or Ditto, like just like a blob. <laughs> it couldn't have eyes. It could just be like a floating orb. And we don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like the big brain skinny aliens make sense because that's like the natural state of evolution. Cause, because that's that's what we know. More. Yeah, we used to be gorillas or whatever. You know, I don't know. All right, I'm, Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, look that up for us. <laughs> Jamie, were we gorillas yeah, at one put, time? Put, put it up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, put it up on the but screen anyway, on the side of my screen. It sense, right? Uh, or even if we just go natural selection, like the smarter and smarter human with the bigger and bigger brain uses his brain more and develops less muscle and advances, and then eventually you got big brain alien over there. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy to think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if that was like the thought process of like the early 60s movies when they were making like alien propaganda shit like I wonder yeah. if they thought about it that way like oh well if humans evolved and were smarter and this and that like yeah what would a human look like in one million years or whatever dude what yeah. would we look like in a million aliens, years big brain grace I think National, Ge- National Geographic posted like a, a rendered photo of what humans will look like in like a long time from now if i can find it i'll put it up on the screen right here but it was like it was like a mash of like darker skinned curly hair light eyes like Uh, but that was really just like the intermingling of different races eventually were, were all going to look the same because yeah. of all, okay. I think. It, 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 yeah, it wasn't like, I don't think it was like crazy evolution type of thing, but yeah. I think it was a chick and they made her look super attractive. It was mm. just like. Yeah, well, that's, that ain't going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> but But that'll change over time. They like made this like unrealistic person like look attractive. But like you think about that, like, curly hair i think she had like freckles or something i could be completely fucking butchering make this it there, man hey I mean, no i'm 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 out of here like soon <laughs> what do you think the biggest threat to mankind is so danny brought up that you guys were talking about this coming through utah like natural disasters yeah. and stuff like that it was it yeah. was in the premise of like preparation right like oh, being, yeah. being prepared and yeah, so, volcano and then we talked about yeah. like natural disasters so yeah. mr mr prepared mike Danny was like, yeah, my, we were talking and there's like nothing that could really like affect anyone here in like the center of the country other than like man-made shit like nukes. But natural disaster wise, the only thing which would be devastating to almost the entire fucking world is if Yellowstone blew the fuck up. Yeah. We'd yeah, be dead, volcano. dead. Yeah. Dead, yeah. dead. I mean, it's all speculation, but I think I read a thing that like house-sized boulders would be hitting Colorado. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And then like feet or like many inches of volcanic ash would cover the whole planet and really the extinction event would be uh 
no sun, no plants, and we'd starve. Yeah, you like you look at fucking I think Chernobyl when that happened, mm-hmm. like there was didn't it like get ash and shit over here in America? I don't know. Chernobyl, the nuclear? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that or maybe it was something something else, but like when big huge catastrophic events like that happen, it just like blankets ash and destruction like across fucking seas. Yeah, I think like there I think there's some like somewhat extinction level events previously that like there's ash down in the layers of sediment that kind of correlates yeah. to the extinction of some type of animals or whatever but yeah i think super super volcano is kind of the main one or you know asteroid or and yellowstone is like the biggest in the world so if that ever happened everyone's fucked yeah like main one if it goes off not fucked the same way like we're fucked fucked like dead but east coast might be okay for like a day or two yeah and then there's no food possibly no sunlight like It'll basically turn into winter in the middle of fucking July or August because it's just cold, no sunlight, no radiation getting in. Like we'll just evolve, we'll just evolve into White Walkers like Game of Thrones. Mm, true that, true that. Yeah. But yeah, Colorado is pretty good for natural disasters. It's there was a I was telling Danny there's like a, like big deep bunkers and stuff in Colorado Springs, and that's where like theoretically it's thought that like you know political figures are going to get flown to and whatever if there's like an yeah, extinction like Mount weather in i think it's in virginia west virginia mm. it's like outside of dc okay have you heard about that uh it was probably a long time ago but it was it big in like the call of duty games like mm. the the zombie i forget it's like a bunker yeah it's like supposedly like a fucking underground utopia mm. huh. got like supermarkets and swimming pools and like yeah. There's some crazy stuff out there. There's like a big uh, underground vault in one of the Iceland, Norway, something like that, where it's like they have every species of plant, seed. Yeah. Repopulate the world. It looks like big and modern. It's like a big thing like jutting out from the mountain. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, they they... put some design effort into it. How Mm. how many weed like pot seeds do you think they got in there? They got to have like every strain of fucking marijuana, right? Yeah, I don't know that they do everything or if it's like stuff we actually would need to survive. <laughs> Just like or they got a fucking the... shake from a fucking dealer down in like Detroit or something. Just <laughs> <laughs> bought a bag they from They can't keep up with all the strains now, though. Man. Well, yeah, everything's all chemically altered. Not high, by the way. Don't smoke weed and mm-hmm. uh, could. Could smoke weed, not smoke We're weed. We're in Colorado. We're in Colorado. It's legal. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, end of the world. So I, yeah. you think maybe natural design? I think AI. I think AI. Yeah. I, in, in reality, yeah. I, I think uh, it's either natural disasters, natural disasters, or it would. I mean, we would we would do it to ourselves in some way. Yeah, nuclear war, maybe. Yeah, dude, just like the human race, fucking hating each other. Yeah. Danny and I, like when we were driving through here, actually, I think we were leaving like your new property. He was mm-hmm. like. Like, when I grew up, I, I loved the city and stuff like that. But now, fuck it, dude. Like, I, I, want, like, I want to live in a place like this. I want to get further. Like, yeah, as the older I get, I want to move further and further away from metropolitan. And I think a lot of that is due to, like, fucking political climate and just humans being pieces of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. there's so much goddamn hostility and, like, negativity. Sound like fucking hippies again? Not high. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not, not. Definitely not high. But man, dude, people fucking suck. People Flowers. suck. 
There's yeah, so much say. there's so much unused land in this country though where like I'm not for future generations I I'm like not concerned about spaces to live and to like dude I hate cities like if cities could just like spread apart it would be way fucking better. Yeah, what's crazy is that like some people speculate that the problem with the earth eventually if we don't get wiped out by AI or super volcano or whatever else is overpopulation, running out of food. That's kind of the whole Yeah, natural resources. Yeah, but uh, there it's actually trending uh, and I'm sure there's studies. I'm talking very uninformed on this, but I think uh Elon talked about it and he's like the the real problem potentially is that we have a population decline. Like we're kind of like at a curve and then we're going to go down. But hmm. if that was the case, I don't know why he's trying to get us to Mars. Uh, I could see why that could be a bad thing. But at the same time, you look at, dude, like Asia between China, India, and every country surrounding them, that's 85% of the world's population. Yeah, but there's some interesting stuff. That's and- fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> Yeah, they have a lot of people. Yeah. And then you look at the US and like we got tons of fucking land like places like this right here completely undeveloped will probably never be developed in our lifetime. Oh yeah, not in our lifetime for sure. But it's yeah, a balance space. Man. It's a balance. Because like I don't know. I listen to I listen to a lot of meat eater Steve Vanella and and those guys and um just hearing about like conservation and preserving, you know, like our national forests and public lands and BLM and all that stuff. And yeah. Because, you know, when we go, cause our, our lives are short, but like, you know, to leave at least what we can preserve for the next generation to go and enjoy. Yeah. I so, mean, I mean, it's a balance, man. I mean, like, I don't know. Like Mike and I, whenever we go camp together, like this spot right here is actually pretty fucking clean, but sometimes we'll like pull up, pick up trash. Oh out of yeah. The camp I mean, spots like, and take it. And I know. And, and, and I mean, I'm just going to say it like, that's just who you are. Like, I know you put it on your videos and stuff and it's, and I'm glad you do it to just bring more awareness, but like y- y- both of you just do it. Like whether yeah. we're on camera or not, it's just, it's you just, you know, I should probably do it more. Like, I don't like being a fucking like advocate for pretty much anything, but like there, there was a time where <laughs> this is a dumb story. Actually, I was down in uh, Alamosa at the, base of mount blanca where i took the turbo s out mm-hmm. filmed a video there so camping down in like the grassy plains and i knew i was going to come back there the next weekend because ashley was flying into colorado mm-hmm. i was like all right we're, we'll come back down here bring the razor and fucking go rip around whatever so i found a camp spot kind of secluded there was one lone little tree and i was like that's where i'm going to park next to there's perfect spot for my van in the trailer which is kind of long little fire pit and everything and I didn't, I don't think I showed it on video, but I went around the entire like perimeter of like where you can tell people were hanging out and stuff Mm -hmm. and started picking up trash. And I filled up a full like big target bag, like a plastic bag full of fucking like paper towels and wet wipes and beer cans and shit. And then I was picking up fucking nitrous bottles. Like people were doing whippets out there, which whatever, if that's your thing, cool. I don't care. But, dude, I picked Just up... Just clean up after yourself. Dude, they, they were, like, throwing them into the fire pit. So I probably pulled, like, 30 of these fucking things out of the fire pit. So the bag was, like, heavy by the time I was, like, done with it. And then, finished camping, finished doing whatever I was doing. I eventually came back up to Denver. 
and I went to a car wash to wash the van because it was fucking filthy. And I fucking grabbed this bag and there's people in like the next, like the full bay was packed with people like all the way down the line. And I go to throw this bag into a metal trash can with like one of those flat lids on it and the fucking bag ripped and dude, just all 30 of the nitrous bottles (laughs) went and like made a ton of fucking noise and we're like bouncing all over the ground. I was like, oh my God, I hope. I just, yeah, I was like, oh no, (laughs) these people are going to think I'm a fucking like junkie. And I was like, fuck. And they're like rolling under the guy's car and I'm like reaching under to fucking pick him up. I'm like, fuck. And I threw him all away. No one said anything, but yeah, I, I mean, Mike's the same way. Like it's leave no trace, but also leave the place fucking better than it was there when you got there. I think, I think the most intense story I heard, and, and you, you made a video about it. You and Ashley are out at a campsite, and there was a, a fire pit that was built. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people threw live ammo and just left it in the fire pit. Yeah. And that it went off. Yeah. Oh, wait, you built a fire and it fucking went off? Like in, yeah, like, we were camping you know, at a fire, and there's like fire pit, and we're like, well, let's make a fire. I don't think I saw that video. Yeah, it's a while back now, and... The fire, you know, the fire was going for a while, and Ash was, like, sitting by it, like, warming up. And Round started cooking off, like, in the fireplace. She's like, bah! And I was, like, I was like getting something out of the car. And, you know, I'm, I'm armed all the time or whatever. So you're, like, and fucking... I was just like... <laughs> you know? But, like, luckily, like, nobody got hurt. Uh, but, yeah, several rounds just kind of cooked off. And, like, some dickheads just threw live ammo in the fire pit. I'm just like, yeah, these are going to... He's gonna cook off for someone later. <laughs> We're so yeah. cool. You would hell. you would like to think that it wasn't that. Maybe it was like a light primer, and they threw it in there, which is still fucking dumb to do. But yeah. like, don't do that. There's a fire pit on the other side of my van, actually. We're obviously not using it because we're not having a fire. But I'll check that shit in the morning. Because yeah, but from I then on, like, that. I'm just like eh, a little leery to use fire pits. Like, I kind of like look through it a little bit, like more now, but. A fire pit in Utah fucked up my running board. You can't really see it. It's kind of like dented back there. Yeah. I cut like six inches of it off and recapped it, but I was at outside of Zion and I was backing up in the morning, just like fucking tired and like going into the park and I fucking scraped the shit out of the side of my van, like big ass boulders and it like completely fucked up that whole running board. Get yeah. Wrecked. I always use my solo stove, not but a sponsor. Yeah. Clean yeah. up your trash. Pick yeah, it up. Don't be and a, other people's trash too. Don't don't be a piece of shit. Fucking yeah. clean yourself up. Fire would be nice. I'm not gonna lie. Right it's, now, it's fire would be colder nice. than I thought it would be out yeah, here. I, I I left earlier to go back into the van. To, I threw on a hoodie under this jacket because I'm like freezing my balls off out here. That, that's a good segue because we got to cook dinner still. I don't even know what time it is right now, but oh, it's late. Yeah. All right, we're gonna cook dinner and fucking. I'll, I'll bring out my tiny little solo stove. We can use that. Yeah. Um, Danny, where can the people find you? Uh, Instagram, GunDMC underscore. Unfortunately, because I can't, I can't get to <laughs> GunDMC underscore. Yeah, yeah. You can find Danny on there, Mike. Uh, people I'm know. Just last line of defense. Uh, you just Google that. That's me. Website pop up. Buy some holsters. Use my code TalonSci for. 10% off? They're dope yeah, holsters. I think 10% off, yeah. Dope holsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Been wearing mine for a while now. Super comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Next, if you're listening this far, props to you. Appreciate you. Subscribe to YouTube. It's Leave us likes and comments. 
Yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this is a good podcast. Um, I have a Cy Productions released a new outdoor adventure culture gear, the hat that I'm wearing right now, which you can't even see, and the shirt that I'm wearing right now that you can't even see, but they're dope. <laughs> I took a photo with it. Oh, yeah. You Yo, I'm going to use that. Right here. I'm going to use that on yeah. the Instagram. Yeah, our battery's dying, so we got to go. Uh, check that stuff out. It's coming out on Thursday of this week. So if you enjoy the videos and want to keep supporting what I'm doing, what these guys are doing, check them out. Check me out. And that's it. Anything else? Between two vans. Between two vans. This has been Between Two Vans Part 2. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Peace. Peace.